0: Welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. We're glad you decided to listen to us today. We have designed this podcast to have a practical conversation about Christianity. Our goal is to make this show relatable, realistic, and relative. We will bring you the gospel of Jesus Christ so you can apply it practically to your life. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, welcome to the Beyond Belief podcast. This is your host, Bill, and I'm joined with Alan, Buddy. How are you? Great. Everything's good. Yeah, we moved our setup, so we're yeah we're kind of in a different spot now. I know. I Comfortable. Can, I can find you to where you can't move. You exactly. Have to stay in one and spot. And I,
1: I won't be hitting things and making a lot of noise. now. I doubt that. Possibly. I doubt that.
0: Um, anyways, we are joined with Abby, and she is. Where are you from, Abby?
2: I'm from Charleston right now, but. Actually, I feel like I'm from Seattle cuz that's where I lived for 10 years. So.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um so the weather's probably pretty crazy out there.
2: Mhm. Yeah, very different from what I'm getting now, So. <laughs>
0: yeah, and you guys should be warming up there at school at least now.
2: Yes, it's really nice weather right now.
0: So, you are the roommate of Bethany, who we had on a while ago, who was killing it with people listening yeah. to her episode. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, people still yeah. are listening to it. Yeah, she's had the highest that we've had on. Um,
2: I have to confess, I have not watched it yet. I really need to.
0: Oh, you, yeah. Yeah, you probably should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? I you know, haven't even really listened bad. to hers?
2: I know. I'm sorry. Oh <laughs> man, I've been a little busy.
0: Okay. Well, she just found out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's all good. Uh, there, I don't yeah. go back and listen to some of them. Um, you know, I, I mean, we have the conversation already. So, Yeah. but anyways, you're her roommate and she yes. is dating my brother's son. So... Yes. Uh, she said you would be a great person to talk to to listen to your testimony. So now you just have to live up to that.
3: <laughs> we have to figure out if okay. it's,
0: it's going to be be worth uh, the listens that she gets. It'll be okay. awesome. We can so, have a competition. Yeah. See which one listen, gets the listens? Com- <laughs> she's not going to listen to yours now, though. Yeah. Probably not. Uh, well, she's listening to it right
2: now, technically. You, thank you.
0: Is she right there?
2: Yeah.
0: Wow. That's pretty cool. We'll <laughs> say hello to her in a little bit.
2: Okay, sounds good.
0: Um, all right, so uh, where do you want to dive in at?
2: Um, I mean, I can start with my testimony. Sure. Um, so when I was... So I was actually fun bag born in Michigan, so adding another place to the places where I've lived. Um, but when I lived there, um, we kind of move around churches a lot just because of the way that my parents are. Um, Not that there's anything bad or anything. They just kind of, I don't know, always seem to end up in a church that splits somehow or something happens. So um, after my, um, I think it was after my first grade year, we decided that we were going to move to Seattle, which was, probably like the biggest life event um when i was younger but i don't really remember too much cuz i was around like 7 so um sure. i did get held back a year that was a little dramatic for me at that age um
0: you but, got held back at 7 Yeah like, kindergarten
2: it, <laughs> Yeah well it was first sure. We're grade. not
0: we're laughing with you not
2: I know, I know. No, don't worry. I, I've i gotten over it since then. But Good, <laughs>
0: we couldn't delete all that.
2: Yeah, no, don't worry. Um, it was uh, only because like we moved schools, but it definitely was something that affected me when I was um, at that age, because I was kind of mad at my parents for that. But um, at the same year, um, I was uh VBS for my church, my new church in Seattle. And our pastor was talking about heaven and hell. And I realized that I hadn't actually understood that I was going to hell and that heaven wasn't kind of just for everyone that was around me, that um Jesus actually did die for my sins and that I was a sinner. So um I uh went back and tried to talk to my dad, but he actually was trying to talk to other people in the church and they were like, "You can talk to him later." And I was like, "No, I want to talk to him now. Why are you making me wait till later?" But I waited until I got home and um my dad made sure like I knew what I was doing cuz you know sometimes when you're younger they get worried you might not know exactly what you're doing, but um, I knew what I was hearing and I prayed, and I asked Jesus into my heart that day. So that's awesome. Yeah. But
0: so since then, so mm-hmm. this was how old were you? Seven. To, I was seven. Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. since then, mm-hmm. um, what does your your faith look like? Church, um, school, things like that. What does it look like?
2: Yeah. So after that, I um, I didn't really see a ton of growth. The thing I do know is that between my first and my second grade year, um, I definitely changed a lot from being super rebellious to being a lot more um, of a good kid, I guess, if you can call it that. But because of the Holy Spirit in me, definitely made a difference, but... I didn't really have much of a spiritual like walk with God until I was a lot older. Um, when I was in like primary elementary grade, my parents would have us read our Bibles every morning. And that was something that they included in our mornings. Um, but we were just kind of reading through the Bible and I didn't really do anything along with it. I was just reading it um and i did learn a lot of bible knowledge and i probably knew most more than most anyone that i knew but i didn't really it wasn't really affecting my life at all right um and it wasn't until i got to um actually about to leave um seattle when i was 15 that i saw a very big change um Cause that was a very like dramatic <laughs> time for me. Um, the move. Cause, yeah. The move from Seattle to Charleston because it was right before my junior year, which I thought I was going to stay at the same school for graduation because I've been there for 10 years. But, um, my dad was like, well, it's time for us to move because I felt like God is calling me to go out there. Um, And so we did, but um, I definitely didn't process it at all when it was happening. I kind of was in denial most of the time that it was happening.
0: Did you understand when he said he was being called by God or he felt like he was being called by God? Did you understand it at the time?
2: uh, I, I, I understood. What he was trying to say, but I didn't think that I felt called to be. If that makes sense,
0: right? But being part of the family, mm-hmm. you knew it was a responsibility to have to go with your dad, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah and I didn't necessarily have too much of a choice either.
0: Well, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, you can you can hear somebody say they've been called by God to do something, but your buy-in if it's not what you want to do, and there's no calling mm-hmm. for you then you're really pretty much just having to tag along Mm
3: -hmm.
0: and it's hard. It's hard. I guess that's where that comes from too, with, you know, being in Seattle and then moving really literally across the state. I mean, across Mm -hmm. the United States to have to, to follow your dad and what he's being called to do. Mm Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, The cool thing now is that, Looking back, I can see now that it really was that God was leading us out here. But, of course, that wasn't something I could see then because um, hindsight is twenty twenty. But But um, when we moved, I stopped talking to God at all because I was kind of... I was honestly really upset and um, I just didn't know what to do because... I was leaving all of my friends, my church and my school that I knew and was going to somewhere where I had no idea of anything.
0: (laughs) Did you think it was like a punishment for you?
2: No, because I hadn't really done anything necessarily. I mean, I'm still a sinner, obviously, but there wasn't any like specific sin. That was something that I felt like God was punishing me for. But I just was like, I just was very confused because there didn't seem to be any reason for it.
1: So were you, excuse me, were you angry with God? Did you stop communicating with God because you were angry? And did you uh, think that because your dad was called by God and you had to move from your friends that it was God's fault? And and, did you blame Mm -hmm. him for it?
3: Yeah. I guess. Okay.
2: Yeah, I was definitely blaming God for it. Because I was like, why in the world if you were good would you think that this was good? Because this is not good for me. Right. But um it definitely (sighs) would hurt for like about three months. So that whole summer I was still so mad. But then in August, after the whole summer, (laughs) um, I was pretty miserable because Charleston Summer I had never experienced and it's terrible compared to Seattle. Um, But I just got to like the week before school and I just couldn't wrap my mind around having to go to a new school. And I just sat down with my Bible and I just started crying and I definitely almost Never cry. So it was very strange for me, (laughs) but I was kind of just letting it all out finally. And I was, I just prayed, God, I don't understand why this is happening. And I really don't, I don't like this at all. But I know that it's not up to me. And that no matter what I think, it matters what plans you have and what you think. And um, I just had to, surrender it that day and tell God, you know what? I have to trust you because I know this is going to work out. I just don't see how right now.
1: How did you come to that realization um, to to turn to your Bible and to cry out to God at that point if you hadn't talked to him all summer? What, Um, What spurred that, I guess?
2: I honestly, I think it was just because I was like alone in the house that day, I think um, and I was bored. <laughs> so I was like, well, you know what I probably should read my Bible since I haven't done that for a while and so I turned back and the reason why Isaiah 30 is my favorite verse is actually because of um that time
0: is that the is that the verse you read while?
2: While mm-hmm. you were
3: sitting there mm-hmm.
2: yeah it's you want me to read it
3: Sure yeah
2: okay <laughs> it's really cool actually it's one of my favorites so um let's see let's start it. in uh, in verse 18 therefore the Lord waits to be gracious to you and therefore he exalts himself to show mercy to you For the Lord is the God of justice. Blessed are those who wait for him. For a people shall dwell in Zion, in Jerusalem. You shall weep no more. He will surely be gracious to you at the sound of your cry. As soon as he hears it, he answers you. And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, yet your teacher will not hide himself anymore, but your eyes shall see your teacher, and your ears shall hear a word behind you, saying, This is the way walk in it when you turn to the right or when you turn to the left that's great and, yeah
0: yeah i really <laughs> like the book of isaiah um jeremiah mm-hmm. and isaiah they both of those books the prophets they're they're really good and that <clears throat> i've read that verse before and it really tells you to wait that waiting isn't mm-hmm. such a bad thing sometimes We get Mm -hmm. too, we get too much in a hurry. And I think, I think like when you, when you said you turned away from, from what I picture is when you, you didn't turn away, you just stopped turning to, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: you know, it's not like you turned your back on God. You just quit going to him. Yeah. And then when you sat there that summer and said, Okay, I'm gonna, you know, I'm bored in the house, I'm gonna read my Bible. <laughs> a lot of those things, well, I mean, you know, I know how you said it and and we and we all know like that's God puts things in front of us for a reason and during mm-hmm. his timing. And you know, there's a time for everybody. And that mm-hmm. just happened to be your time to put your attention back on him. He can do it a good way and he can do it a bad way, right? Like Mm -hmm. you know, I've, (laughs) I experienced the bad way. Yeah. So did I. So you can, it can, it can be brought to your attention either way. And it sounds like for you, uh, that was a way to turn you back towards him. Mm -hmm. Um, does that end up being, is this your life verse right now? Uh, that Isaiah 31.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's been how many years, like five and still really impactful for me. So yeah, I'd say
0: so. Yeah, good. All right. So mm-hmm. so from there, you mm-hmm. just turn into this heathen,
3: right? <laughs> no, I guess not. Uh, <laughs> no.
2: <Okay. laughs> so uh after that, um my last two years of high school ended up being exactly what I needed, which I didn't know at the time, but um it was definitely an answer to that prayer. Um, and God really showed me why He brought me there in those two years. Um, because I had been at a a classical Christian school in Seattle, which is a little bit different from like a regular Christian school. It was very strict academically, um, and taught a lot of like old classic, like Greek and Roman stuff. But okay. this school was very like, um, they're focused. So I've got, I got a lot more of the, um, Bible classes, um, and a class about apologetics. So that was kind of cool to learn about yeah. other religions and, um, how to
0: defend the Christian, talk
2: folk. to them. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, um, just in general, get to know different kinds of people which was something I needed to do. And I definitely felt like I got out of the rut that I was in and in the word, which um, was where I feel like my walk with God started. And um, I started reading my devotions to actually study them and learn about God and talking and praying with him Um and the way that I normally do that is by um, writing in my journal, because I have a really hard time staying focused when I'm praying. <laughs> so I'll write it out. Um, but I
0: think a lot a think. of people do. When you go back <laughs> to prayer, I know Alan and I differ in this. I I struggle sometimes when I pray. My prayer starts turning Mm -hmm. into, I got to change the oil on the car. I (laughs) got, well, I mean the focus, like I, I really have to have uh, a model to go by when I pray. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean like an an outline, but I mean, in my head, uh, it doesn't, it's not hard for me to give thanks or to praise Mm -hmm. God. What happens is I get to the things that are hard for me to pray for, which are needs. Um, Mm -hmm. And things like that. And then, and then I feel like maybe I don't spend enough time in prayer. And then that starts to turn into distractions or Mm -hmm. the phone will vibrate or, you know, (laughs) something will happen. And I'm like, you know, I start to, I start to wander in prayer. And I don't think Mm -hmm. that's unrealistic. It's just human. We have a mind and -hmm. it sometimes gets all over the place. Well,
1: the devil will, when we're praying, he will remind us of all the things that we should
0: be doing other than praying. Thanks Alan. Yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> I try to, I try to fight it, man, but it's hard. Sometimes. Oh, it is. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. I try to give my first time of my day, uh, to God, uh, the first several hours of my day, I try to give to God. And sometimes I'm, I'm tired.
1: So, Abby, I have a question. So at what point did you get the, the knowledge from your head to your heart? When did you really start putting it into yeah, action? That's good.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was probably around CIT, which um, is what they do at the Wilds. It's like a two-week intensive program. Okay. At camp. Yep. Where um, we will just talk about all of the things that we like know from the word, and then. They'll teach us like practical applications to our life, and then in the second week that they have us there, they really will make us like live that out in the way that we um, serve other people. And it was honestly really challenging because I hadn't really realized that some of the things in the Bible mean that you actually have to like. I mean like love others more than yourself. Yeah. Or
0: um it's hard to do when like you actually TV. try it. Mm-hmm. When you actually try to live that way, it's easy to read. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the minute you go, okay, so we're going to actually do this today. Then you're like, mm-hmm. nah, "I don't want to do that." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. And it's especially when you're tired and you just have like a ton of other things. You're like serving others right now. What?
1: Exactly. But- yeah
2: yeah that was why it so was so good for us to do um so but i'm sorry
1: go ahead no you can
2: go <laughs>
1: well, i was just gonna ask you because bethany had mentioned the wilds too and that was a it mm-hmm. was a, a big influencer in her life as well and um is that a non-denominational or is that a denominational um, camp
2: it's non-denominational okay mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah. i didn't even know that yeah
2: yeah Just like
0: our school,
1: our school is
2: also
1: non denominational. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, Bill and I have been talking about this a lot recently. Um, We believe, and we're not, you know, getting into ecumenicalism where we're blending religion (laughs) and all that, but um, we believe religions, denominations, cause a lot of division. Um, because you have the, the Baptists, you know, we have to worship God this way. And then you have the Presbyterians and you have to do this and you can't do that. And there's so there's so much conflict within that that people lose focus of who they're actually worshiping. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's all about God and we make it about men and
0: their yeah, doc- practices. Doctrine is good. I hope you don't mind we go off on this little...
3: Side, no, that's all right. side
0: thing. Doctrine's good. Doctrine should come from the Bible. Um, and I think what a lot of, uh, a lot of religions that are similar, especially the Christian faith, they get hung up on the doctrine part of it. And for us, we have a set of beliefs. They come strictly from the Bible. Uh, and I mean us, Alan and I, we we believe in the Bible. We believe it's the inerrant word of God, inspired word of God. And everything in the Bible is true. Uh, you can't go wrong if you believe the Bible. I mean, that's the bottom line. Yep.
1: Well, the reason I ask that is because um, Abby and Bethany both are, seem very Christ-centered. Yeah, well, so far. Yeah. So far we hadn't really got to the meat of the matter yet, but yeah, but you know, they, they seem very Christ centered and it had nothing to do with following a strict line of, of rules from a denomination. It was
0: focused on a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. That's what people miss, man. That's what drives me crazy is that we get hung up in the box of religion. Yeah. Everything fits in this little box yeah. as long as it fits this religion. Yeah. Jeez, Alan, you can't not kick something in here. No, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> and and it gets it gets hung up in this box, and we're too afraid to go out of it. And we want to protect our box. We don't allow we don't want anything else to come in it. Yeah. And
1: a lot of people th- think that the body of Christ is that little box sure. is the church. Yeah. The body of Christ is everyone that follows christ so
0: we're sorry abby this is your show yeah
2: no that's okay (laughs) i mean what are are your thoughts on the same way yeah what are your thoughts on it um i mean even within denominations churches are so disunified and it really bothers me because i mean that's the reason why we've had so many times that we've had to move churches and um it's just unfortunate that Christians can't be unified over, over Christ, over Jesus, and the message that we're preaching the gospel. That is so Instead true. Instead of focusing on you know silly things that really, in the light of eternity, don't mean anything.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So you said you've moved churches several times, and that was because mm-hmm. of conflicts within denominations? Or
2: mm-hmm. what was that about? Yeah. One of them was over the pastor. Um, And then, I mean, when I was trying to think in Seattle, it was, um, yeah, over the pastor and then the church just kept shrinking and shrinking and shrinking until there wasn't really a point for us to be there. Right. Um, and then the other church, we, the last church we were at in Seattle actually was an amazing church and, um, that church we didn't we only left because we were moving. Right. Um I wish we could have stayed at that church. But right.
0: you said um, something interesting to me about um being unified. That mm-hmm. I think what happens is we the labels start to create categories which start to create separation for churches. You know, you, you start to label like a de- dot denomination becomes, yeah. uh, a membership. Like you have to be in this mm-hmm. denomination or you have to be no, no, now you're not a, now you're not in a denomination. So you're now the label of non-denominational, right? So <laughs> these labels create all these categories, which create all these separations. And the next thing, you know, mm-hmm don't come over here. How dare you? Because you're not one of us. Right. Well, and we're all Christians.
1: Like, absolutely. And that's very, that's interesting because you have divisions caused by denominations, but within denominations, you have divisions caused by, well, you know, this group of people are interested in this and this group of people are interested in that. You don't look right. You don't, whatever. Right. Yeah. There's divisions within divisions within divisions. And it just, it's endless. And, and, And so many people push
0: God out of it. What happens is the focus stops being on Jesus. You start, you start, I mean, really when you think about it, the focus becomes all this stuff related to man. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. mankind, uh, whether it's Mm -hmm. the preacher, the building, the people, where is Jesus? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, why aren't
1: people studying? He takes a back seat like most people put him in the rest of their lives, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So anyway... We're sorry again. Uh,
3: <laughs> no, we get on this these old your shows. Show.
1: Yeah, we yeah, we're we're pretty passionate.
0: So where is where are your parents in uh well let me let me back up and ask you something different? <laughs> Who is the person you would feel contributed the most to your faith development in your life?
2: Um for me that would probably be my counselor from the wilds. Um, okay. and her name was Joyce was joy and she was actually really great. (laughs) We called her J O Y because she really was a joy to be around. Um, (laughs) and she really called me out on things that I didn't really realize were a problem in my life. So like an
0: accountability um, partner. mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, and we had like these sessions called one-on-one times where we would, talk with her one-on-one and she would just ask us like how we were growing and where we needed help. And then she would point us right to scripture and verses that, um, spoke directly to the issues that I was dealing with. And then, yeah, throughout the week, she would be accountable, keep me accountable. And she would, um, remind me of the verses we talked about, uh, and also pray with me about those things and pray for me that week. Um, which was really cool. That's
1: incredible. Actually, we need yeah. more and more people like that to have one-on-one time because I think so many people think religion, well, religion relationship is is a one-size-fits-all, and this person <laughs> may need a little bit more. That person may be struggling with a different problem, and it's so important to have that one-on-one time with somebody that mm-hmm. that's guiding you. That's very yep. cool. Now,
0: now you you said that she would point things out. Mm -hmm. Uh, that you might've been struggling with. Do you want to share some of those things? This is about, this is a part where she's a heathen. Yeah. Listen, man, there's (laughs) gotta be some, (laughs) there's gotta be some meat here. She's like, well, I grew up good and I'm good now. Where's the bad stuff?
2: Um, I mean, part of it, it was, I was very, so I was oldest sibling. So I was very bossy and, a lot of that came out in the way I treated people because I was like, well, I'll always be in control. So I want you to do this or this. So I was very prideful, um, and very selfish, um, when I was younger. And I mean, even now I still see it a lot of times. a very prideful. Um, the selfish part is something I've definitely worked on a lot. Of course I'm not perfect at it, but, um,
3: how, well, Dude. maybe we
0: should put <laughs> bethany on right now
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe
0: we should ask her what what the real issues are yeah what's the real, real issue no i'm just kidding um so i know <clears throat> aside from your counselor like where do you where is your faith your relationship now in your life like what does it look like day mm-hmm. to day <laughs> What are, you, what are you laughing at? <laughs> Jeez, I thought my
1: question was good. It was very good. Actually, I just read her thing about any pets. And she Tell said a cat. dog, an evil cat that I do not like.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can
1: totally relate. But anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not a cat person either.
2: <laughs> so um, when my walk of God looks like um, in The morning, sometimes I'll be able to read a psalm real quick, but most of the time it ends up being when I um, am going to bed at night. I will um, sit down for about 15 minutes. It's nowhere like exact, but anywhere from like 10 to 15 minutes. And I actually listen to the soundtrack of The Chosen while I'm doing my devotion because amazing show and yeah. gives me chills every time. So, um, I'm reading John right now and, I'm studying about who Jesus, who Jesus is and was in, um, just working through that. And it's really cool to listen to the shows and along with it, because a lot of the stories that they put in that show are also in the passages I'm reading. So, Yeah. yeah. But, where do
0: you, where do you watch that show on what, what format?
2: Well, they have their own app. So I watch it on the app that they have.
0: Okay. Do you have, <laughs> do you have to live stream it though as the, as they come out, right? Or can you go back um, and watch the past ones?
2: I we were able to watch the past one without having to watch the live stream. So, okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. At first I was confused too because we got there late and we were going to watch the live stream, but then we weren't able to, but you're able to go back and watch
0: it yeah it is a good show it's actually uh follows the bible very well
2: Mm -hmm. yeah i was honestly very surprised
0: (laughs) so what uh can you tell us some ways that you apply some of the stuff in the bible or not the bible but your relationship with god how it's it's kind of manifested into your life today like through school or relationships or Mm -hmm. um do you play any sports
2: I don't play any sports. Um, mm-hmm. I used to, but I don't really have too much time now. But so for me, I am studying to be a teacher. Um, specifically so a first grade teacher. So wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> for me, it looks like um, remembering that the kids that I'm seeing every day, even though they can be speakers sometimes. <laughs> And um they're just as human as I am, that they're things they're creatures made in the image of God. And even though some a lot of teachers will just see them as like another thing that they need to control or like they need to force feed them the information so that they do all the testing so that they can get the next round of kids, they are way more than that because they all have their own stories and they all have things that are going on in their lives that I may never know about. Right. But God has created each one of them and they each have a purpose and something that God wants to teach me through them. So um, I always have to remember that um, I need to love them, even though they can be unlovely at times. (laughs) Unlovely.
0: (laughs)
3: <laughs> I got
0: to remember that. Yeah. Uh, instead of yeah. calling somebody ugly, I'm just going to call them un- unlovely. unlovely. <laughs> so do you want to teach private or public school?
2: Um, that's an interesting question because I honestly don't necessarily know yet. Yeah. Um,
0: my wife's been I, at, at public school for over, okay. just over 15 years now. The wow. only reason I ask is cause it's hard. You know, I hear, I hear her, she leads uh, FCA uh, mm-hmm. fellowship of Christian athletes and it's pretty tough to introduce. I mean, nowadays, geez, man, you can't even, you can't even go to, I mean, there's, it, it's hard to talk about faith and religion in school mm-hmm. in public school, yep. private yep. school. I mean, no problem if you're in a Christian school. That, you know, most of the curriculum is based that way. Yeah. Uh, But public school is hard. I know. And the world's not making it easier.
2: mm -hmm. It's definitely something that's been really bothering me recently. It's like, why on earth can we talk about any other religion? But when we talk about Christianity, like we can't, it's just against the law. And that doesn't really make any logical sense.
0: Well, you know what my answer is to that cuz we allow it. Yeah. And I know that's yeah. hard for people to comprehend, but you know, I used to I used to know a guy that said, "You know when it'll stop <laughs> when you want it to." Yeah, absolutely. And you're absolutely
1: right. You know, there there are few people that put these these things in motion and they want other people to be tolerant, but then the the people that are doing the right thing are tolerant and they don't say anything they don't stand up for the rights they don't say we're not going to let you take prayer out of school or anything because they're trying to you know be tolerant and and loving of other people and the bad ones take Mm -hmm. advantage of that i feel
2: yeah
1: so i'm actually interested in the wilds camp how many people are you still in contact with from that camp
2: I mean, Bethany and I are friends because of the Wilds. Yeah. Um, and then, um, I'm trying to think. I feel like I stay in good contact with about ten to fifteen of them. Okay. Um, cool. The other ones, I if I saw them, we would you know start up a conversation just like we had seen each other yesterday.
3: Right. Um, yeah.
2: but I'm honestly kind of sad that I'm not going back this summer. Right. But so, what age um,
1: group is the Wilds for? Um
2: it's for teenagers for, um, to go to the actual camps, right. College students are the ones who are the counselors.
1: Oh, okay. I got you. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Okay. And then we
2: do have a junior camp.
1: Uh, Yeah. It's, it's, it seems like a very, um, seems like a really good place. I mean, it sounds like it's influenced a lot of people (laughs) to take a stand Mm -hmm. for Christ and to Live Christ centered lives.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Yep.
1: So, okay, I guess yes. Bill's like sitting over there looking at me and I'm looking at him for a question. But actually, <laughs> I had
0: to go put the dog outside. It was but
1: driving me nuts. What um, What advice would you have for someone that's, you know, young and um, in the position that you were? You were angry with God, but you, um, you still, you knew where to turn. Um, what advice would you have for somebody?
2: Well, I wish I had done it sooner because I could have enjoyed that summer. Yeah. Um, but the advice that I would have is that, I mean, what I told myself and God that you really just need to, even if you don't know what's going on or if you. Are confused it doesn't matter because god is greater than that and um you have to realize that who you know god is in your head is still the same god that is working in your life now right in that um no matter what is happening in your life it is up to god because he's ultimately in control and he is sovereign and everything that he does is for a reason.
1: Absolutely. And it's so hard for us sometimes because we like you said some early, earlier about something being logical. Not everything that God does is logical, but mm-hmm. when we realize that it's going to work out better than what we plan it's mm-hmm. it's just so comforting.
0: Yep. So let me <clears throat> Let me ask you, since I got, I got back here after putting the dog out, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, do you, I mean, I read your, the thing that we asked you to fill out cause it makes it easier to have a conversation <laughs> sometimes, but mm-hmm. do you have, um, like what's a, what's an interactive part of your faith? I know you talked about like, before you go to bed, you, you listen to some of the stuff from the chosen and, um, but what's some of the interactive stuff that you do as far as like with other people or a group or
2: Mm -hmm. like with church and stuff like that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Church friends, Bible studies, that kind of stuff.
2: Okay. So I have life group that I go to every Wednesday with my church and it's a small group Bible study where we will talk about what's going on in our lives. We each actually share a word of the year and we keep each other accountable and we give each other updates on how that's going.
0: How does that Um, work? You said a board? Is that what you said? A
2: word of the year.
0: Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, (laughs) I heard Becca talk about that too.
1: Yeah. So actually, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Bethany had brought that up and And Becca Becca had brought that up. Um, So where did that originate from? The word of the year?
2: I think it just, I mean, I don't know where that necessarily came from originally, but I know that well, I mean, my life group, group leader just started it. Um, Our life group leader. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. What's
2: your yeah. word? My word of the year this year is trust. Um, is there a backstory and, to that? <laughs> yes, there always is. <laughs> yeah. um, so this year... You don't I, have
0: to share it. I just... Okay. I, I mean,
2: I can. It's fine. Yeah, go ahead. It'd be fun. Okay. So, <laughs> if we can trust um, you, I would hope so. Um, so this year, there's a lot of just bigger kind of life things that are happening because I'm getting closer to graduation, um, and a lot of a lot of times I can be disappointed at where I'm at because um, I mean I'm not in a relationship right now. Um, I'm not necessarily um as far like I'm not in the place where I want to be in two years. Of course I'm not because I'm in college. But sometimes in my mind I'm like I just want to be there. Right. So yeah. I've just been having to trust God that this time is again for a reason and um and so well like one of the big decisions was Um, whether I should be going to Guam or not and um, I want to teach there hopefully when I graduate but before that I wanted to go there for the summer and thankfully God has worked out already but at the beginning of the year I didn't know that was going to happen so it was definitely something that I had to trust God that he was going to work that out um, and still I'm trusting that he knows what's going to happen with that and how that's gonna work because that's a really um far distance to go, especially in time of COVID when some things are still a little bit um
0: yeah, sketchy.
2: weird with that. Yeah. But
0: um, trust is a hard one. Yeah. And not <laughs> not only to give, but to get. Um uh, yeah. a lot of people that man, that would be a tough uh word to have for a year for me. Yeah,
1: actually, But I think that's a good, that's why, I mean, I, that's why I was asking where, how they came up with the concept because that's a really good idea uh, mm-hmm. because there's so many people you go to church, you sit, you listen to the sermon and then like by next week it's gone. Yeah. But you know, but this sticks with you. Yeah. I mean, you, you, mm-hmm. you intentionally yeah um, focus on, on that. Um, I don't know that I could go for a whole year. i well, I have, have to if you were part of this. I have ADHD, so I'll be like... Sure. He can't even okay. sit still for women. Well, it's been great talking with you, um, Abby. I do have one yeah. last question, though. Um, so, <laughs> why do you hate the
3: cat?
2: Why do I hate the cat? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he I'm just a, doesn't like me. I'm he not a cat person. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's my sister's cat, and so you just... I don't know. Every time he sees me, he'll attack me.
0: Yeah.
1: That's
2: why
0: I don't like cats at all. Do we?
2: I know. Do
0: you have any video footage of that? That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Is uh, are you still there? Uh-oh! Did we lose you?
2: Oh! Oh, oh. sorry.
0: That's okay. You <laughs> muted us. Yeah. Yes,
2: accidentally.
0: <laughs> uh, was Bethany was still there? I to
2: see if I had a video. Yes, Bethany's still
0: here. Is she gonna say hello?
3: She can say hello.
0: Oh, you got us oh, on speakerphone, I think.
3: Oh, there we go. Yes. <laughs> Did you say hello? Oh,
0: hello. Hi, Bethany. How Hi, are, Bethany? <laughs> are you? Hi,
3: Bethany. <laughs> Hi.
0: That's all. We just wanted to say hello. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. We enjoyed it, Abby, and um, of course. I would like to. I guess uh, you were going to say something, Alan. No. Oh, when well, you're looking at me like you got something <laughs> to say, uh, I would like I would like you to come back on. What I would like to do is I would like you and Bethany to come on together so we can have a four way conversation.
3: Um, yeah.
0: Maybe after, maybe after the summer. After you guys, are you guys going to the wilds this year? Well,
3: I'm going to Guam, going, and she'll oh, be at wow. home
0: oh well, we yeah. gotta do that yeah if you go to guam <laughs>
3: yeah
0: yeah that would be very cool very cool yeah. okay yeah that would work out Definitely. do you have All any right. questions for us
2: i don't think so <laughs> okay
0: well listen to the episodes and bethany she's not listening right. to your stuff so <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah.
0: All so right, bad. Well, thanks. Thanks a lot for letting us talk to you and sharing your testimony with yeah, us. Yeah,
3: of course. Thanks you for have, having
0: us. You have a great day, Abby.
3: Yeah.
0: You right. too. Bye. Bye. So that's it for this episode. We're glad you listened and hope you'll come back. Visit www.graceworkswithanx.net to listen to past episodes, read our daily devotions, or provide feedback. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, send us a message through Instagram, Facebook, or our website. And if these episodes have been an encouragement
2: to you in any way, please share them. Have a blessed day.